This week. Twenty nineteen PSG Top Talkies Award Show. That's right, we are doing an award show. Yes, it's ridiculous. No, we don't care. Here it is. Enjoy. Cheers. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our first and last PSG Talk Talkies. Um, it's uh, it's going to be a sort of award show, sort of banter show, sort of lamenting show, basically about the season that just ended. Um, while we talk about this season, we'll be announcing the winners of 11 categories that were posted on our blog um, that our Twitter followers voted for. These categories go from goal of the season to best player of the season to others uh, categories. Um, it's going to, be, going to be a bit chaotic, hopefully a bit festive, but mainly hopefully fun. And um, that will close, close sorry, our 2018-2019 season, which has been, what's the adjective, guys? Uh, sigh, sigh. <laughs> disappointing. But disappointing. So first, uh, it may be the first time you see Terry and, uh, and Ed. I don't know, Ed, if we saw your face before. On, or... No, first time. First, first time. time for my face. So we have Terry. Hello, Terry. Hello. What's going on? Me. You know, <laughs> you, you know Matt in the bottom left corner. Hello, Matt. Hello. How's it going? And Ed, who's our, who's our boss, really, uh, decided yeah. to go fancy uh, <laughs> black and white. Yeah, I'm the Jordan Kit version of this uh, podcast. <laughs> so um, here we are. We. Um, we ended the season by a beautiful 3-1 defeat in Reims, um, which, which is great. That was the best way to, uh, to end this season, by a defeat with pretty much all of our starters except Neymar uh, at a lame, oops, sorry, Reims, at a, a, not a big French club. It's been, uh, I, I don't know, we can't describe it. It's been a disappointing season. It's been a very disappointing season. We're here to talk about it, and we're here to let go. Um, if, if you need to let go, let your feelings out, this is the, the podcast uh, to do so. Also, Ed, I think you may have some an announcement about how things are going to be. So why don't we start with you, um, uh, describing yeah. what's, what's going to be PSG Talks 2020-2021 season yes yeah, so if you if you don't know who i am i run the psg talk twitter account I, I created this little website that we're all part of now um so that's my quick intro but yeah so for the season coming up you may know psg small talk as mark damon's podcast that's going away and the idea is is that psg talking this podcast will be the flagship mark will um 
take over some hosting responsibilities and you'll see him a lot more on this podcast. Um, and we're also working on him and I, a, a show. So you'll be able to tune in um, on YouTube and watch us kind of recap games and talk about the, the latest developments in PSG, which uh, seems endless. There's always something going on in the world of PSG. So lots of exciting things going on and you'll see a lot more of me and Mark and, and the whole team. So just get excited for next season. So we're going to, we're going to try to have a regular schedule, which is for us, it's a huge thing because that's been the challenge so far. So we're really going to try that. So our listeners know, hey, it's, I don't know what day we're going to publish, but hey, it's Monday. We should have a new episode of PSG Talk or that new show you just said. Which we're looking for a name for the new show. We we have one that we kind of like, but to all the listeners out there, if you come up with a new name for our show, we'll give you a shout out on the, the first episode. So let us know if you have a good name for our show. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I propose we start this podcast by the first category that uh, was posted on the uh, on the blog. And guys, I'm, I'm, my heart is beating. I'm going to try for the first time to share a document yes. on that thing and not not mess it up. So I'm going to share that. Then I'm going to click here. Best new arrival. The candidates are Leandro Paredes, Juan Bernat, Eric Choupo-Moting, and the fourth one, I think, was Buffon. He went too fast. And the winner is Juan Bernat. Congratulations, Juan Bernard. Um, do we agree? Do we agree with our... Uh, did it go well, guys, by the way? Yeah, oh, that cool. looked great. Yeah. Yay! All right. <laughs> when done. Um, do we agree with our Twitter followers? Juan Bernat. We, we, we are allowed not to agree. It's okay. We are, we are free-thinking people. I agree with this. I agree with this, too. Hundred percent. I'm glad he won in the landslide after Buffon's uh, last game against Reims. Um, oh my Ten percent is, is about where he should be, and uh, I would like to see a few more votes for uh, Chupomoting. But yeah, Juan Bernat is my hero. Um, he's our secret weapon. Really is. Yeah. And uh, we could not prevent making fun of him when he uh, when he started playing. And then, oh, yeah. um, it's all in here, isn't it? He got the, didn't he get a red card his first game? He did? Penalty, 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 penalty. penalty. Yeah, yeah. I believe, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. No, I mean, to me, you know, yeah, he's uh, he's the evident winner because, and not by so much being consistent or showing, you know, uh, outstanding performances, more the fact that he was here all season and, uh, you know, he was... Uh, Five out of ten minimum each game, and uh, showed up when he needed to. So, yeah, I mean he's the evident winner. The other guys, you know, we have, was Paredes in that too. Yeah, yeah. he was at nine percent, which was below Buffon. So, yeah. no, we didn't see enough below Buffon. Paredes. Buffon had the, you know, the. I think that the poll must have been Manchester. infiltrated by Juventus fans uh, because. Uh, <laughs> How have 10% of people voted for Buffon? I mean, the guy, like, 
So no offence. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not starting on my anti-Buffon agenda again. But literally, like on Friday, if I'd been in goal, I would have moved faster than that. And I am not an athlete by any sense of the imagination. Like, uh, anyway. You didn't yeah. go well, did, did, didn't it? No. Oh, I think, boy. like... Uh, I think, yeah, Bernat is the obvious winner in this category and a deserved winner. I think also, like, Terry's absolutely right that he's been very consistent throughout the season. He's also sort of popped up at important moments, like with his goals, uh, I think. And if you can be... I think you need players who can be decisive at those moments. It's really random that he, in the Champions League, was like, you know, he was always there at the right place at the right time. So uh, That's true too, yeah. Certainly yeah. been a pleasant surprise because I didn't really expect uh, too much from him uh, this season. And uh, in my head, I now call him Bernati Esther after his little forays into midfield because he's, you know, <laughs> quite got quite the silky skills, I think. How much we paid? We, the club paid uh, 10, 12 million euros for this guy? Like 15, like that. But he's the type of player, I mean, that at that price... And his quality, that's the type of players that we should be looking for. Where we don't need to spend 100 million, whatever it is. You know, go find these fringe players at Bayern, Juventus, wherever, and sign them and then coach them up. And then if we need to sell Bernat for financial fair play, we can make a profit off of him now. But I'm not saying oh, no, you're right. no, no, we're not selling Bernat. <laughs> no, but we Bernard. could if we needed, yeah, to. sure, we could make something now, but um. Before we move, yeah, not not really. I mean, it depends on the fee. Depends on the fee. Is is PSG level? I mean, there's no doubt. Uh, he's been uh, used as a midfielder, and he was fine. He's he's got the technical skills. He upped his physicality. He gained a bit of muscles. Is um, PSG level? There's no doubt. He's he's been fantastic. Um, before we move to the next category, I mean. What should we do with Buffon? I mean, it, it's, it's not it's 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 not working, isn't it? <laughs> Matt, Matt, come on! I'll, I'll, I'll be quite. I'll be quite. Sorry, sorry. I mean, yes, you were right. You've been proven right, but <laughs> I come can't on. Help it. Yeah. Okay. I think. Like, I, like, I mean, it, I was, think... it was a good idea. Yeah, it was. It a didn't good turn idea. out. It was a good yeah. idea. He's I a great like... guy. He's a legend. He's you know. It's probably a big presence in the locker room, but on the pitch. Oh my God. <laughs> big presence in the locker room, always losing Champions Leagues, uh, which is really what we need. Um, <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I liked what, I think it was Kose on the last one, last podcast I was on, he was saying that um, he'd like to keep Buffon around, but as long as he doesn't play. And I think that's absolutely, I'd be happy for Buffon to hang around, but just as long as we don't do this like swapping in and out thing all the time. I think Aviola, if he's here, needs to be number one and Buffon needs to be the sort of mentor in the background, maybe playing in the cups, playing here and there, but not not where it's a sort of split number one thing. It just hasn't really worked out. And I don't think, I mean, Buffon obviously was amazing in his day, but clearly his day has, uh, has been and gone, hasn't it? I mean, uh, I don't know if, I didn't watch, I didn't even know there was a game. <laughs> I'm turning on my computer as he's, Paris loses in Reims. I'm like, oh, okay, great. And I watched the 10-minute the recap. Oh, my God. On two goals, he's looking... He's not looking 41. He's looking 72. <gasps> anyway, let's move to the second category. Who decided for the categories? Uh, Matt, Matt and Ed, you guys picked them? I just... I came up with these late one night, so if they suck, I apologize. Okay. <laughs> 
All right, second category. And home ground player of the year. Moussa Diaby, Colin Dagba, Stanley Ensoki, and Loïc Mbé Soki. You're going to hear that, that music a lot there. So. And the winner is... <laughs> Moussa Diaby. So I have to ask you, did you use a picture of Tim Way under So? It, it looked have. like Tim Way. <laughs> I trusted uh, Giddy Images. I trusted the, I don't know. <laughs> I, know that, I know that hairstyle. I don't <laughs> it's really possible. Okay, no worries. Did you? Um, <laughs> I did my best guess. Maybe you glasses on when you were, uh, yeah. when you were checking the pictures. Moussa <laughs> yeah. um, Diaby... Sure, sure. He started like a winner, coming from the bench and being decisive, bringing energy on the pitch, but he didn't last. Um, he did well, though. But to me, one guy deserves it more. It's Dagba. Yes. Uh, I've seen Dagba have maybe two bad games. The rest was like, what on par? And uh, where he does, didn't even play his position. Exactly. He even central, central defense. And, uh, and he, had, he had a terrible game as a central defender. No, no uh, His second game as central defender was okay in a, in a three CD defense. But he's been, and to, to, to hell, he's, he's like in love with him. He said, I, I love you, Colin. You've been fantastic. You're an example for all the, the youth uh, academy. But, you know, he's got a less flashy position than, than, than uh, Moussa Diaby. And yeah, Diaby, wow. So, hey. But um, we have other Youth Academy players. It's the whole point of, it's not the whole point, but it's a big uh, stone in the construction of Paris Saint-Germain and uh, our owners invested Massive amounts of money in, in infrastructure and structure of the Youth Academy. They just uh, decided to get rid of our reserve team. So I, I don't know how to take the news. Maybe you guys have some uh, insights about this. It looks like they're really, really focusing on the Youth Academy. That's how I take it. I'm not sure. Maybe there's some political reason, business. I don't know. But um, we have other players coming up. Um, it's very difficult to predict. Who's going to be the, from one year to the other, things can change a lot in good or in bad. Some players um, who didn't look that great later in their development be become great, like Kimpembe. Everybody was like, what? Kimpembe? That didn't look too good a few years ago. So it's hard. It's hard to know. But we, we have honors that understand that, again, we're sitting on a mine gold the greater Paris area, with so many, so many uh, potential, uh, great, or at least, you know, League One or international level uh, uh, players. But um, also we have Mbappe, who's, you should see the effect of, of Kylian Mbappe when he goes in the suburbs in Paris. He's a, he's a god. No, I mean, he's a god. Like, you see screaming kids, it's... 
only a rock star would do the same effect or like a, a rap legend, you know. Uh, Neymar would, pro- would, would, would get some screams, but not like Mbappe. So the club, I think, if they have to... Well, I'm, I'm moving to, to other discussions, but holding on Mbappe might be a, a good idea. Anything you want to add on the home ground <laughs> player of the year? <laughs> <laughs> kind of all over the place there. Um, I would just say, I think the Abi one, I think he has that name recognition. I think Colin Dagba is still flying under the radar a little bit, but looking long-term, I think, Diaby, just the nature of the position that he plays, he may not get that much playing time depending on what signings come in the summer, whereas Dagba really could be you know, a future player for us on defense. So I think he has a brighter future at the club than, say, maybe Diaby. But I love Diaby. I love them both. So I think that's why the poll was so close. Yeah, no, they're both, they're both great. Uh, Diaby may not stay, but he, he, he's an asset to the club now because he's, he's proven yeah. he, can, he can be an interesting forward in Ligue 1 or elsewhere. And that's 20, 25, 30 million euros right there. So it's a right. win-win situation. Dagba, we need him to stay so bad. Yes. So bad. To, me, should, to me, Dagba should have been the winner. He, to me too. Diaby, you know... He, he he came in a few times for 15 minutes and showed some kind of uh, talent. But when we saw it during longer periods of time, it was just kind of like, okay, this guy's just fast. Uh, he's not really a great passer. He doesn't really get past defenders. He's not exactly a scorer either. He's, to me, he's average. Uh I don't know if you would start in any league on team, to be honest. Really? Dagba, you know, uh, to me, Dagba should have won just because uh, he surpassed uh, Meunier in the long run. He's, he, he became the, uh, the starter. It's not very hard to do. I, no, no, but <laughs> if someone would have said to you at the beginning of the season, sure. look, this Dagba guy, uh, and you would thought, oh, well, Danny Alves and Meunier. No, Danny Alves played elsewhere the whole season. And uh, Meunier just kind of gradually went down into uh, being more worried about his social media war uh, with some of the fans than uh, the field. Uh, and in the end, Dagba starts. <laughs> Who would have thought, you know? And he has showed... Uh, to be pretty consistent too. Uh, besides the two times that he had a bad game where he played left back, I think it was against Guingamp at the very beginning of the season. Oh, yeah. And, got, and uh, central sh- defense there. was, yeah. I believe, uh, was it against Lille? When we ended up being... Uh, yeah, that was a bad players game. left because Bernard yeah. that red card. Yeah. So, I mean, you know... To me, he showed pretty good consistency, whereas Diaby just showed it two less times for me um, to win think, this award. I think that's quite a harsh assessment of Diaby. I, under, I get where you're coming from. I would have voted for Dagba as well. But I think that he, I think he's an interesting player because it seems like sort of in with his mentality he seems like a bit more of a PSG mentality player he doesn't seem or certainly in the first half of the season he didn't seem to be phased by coming into the team and he could make an impact and 
I, I don't know. I kind of look at like Ikone, who's gone to Lille. I can't remember which Ikone. I always get them confused. But he's like playing week in, week out for a team which is going to be in the Champions League next season. And I would have never thought that would have happened, like just from the sort of glimpses of him we saw at PSG. And I kind of think DRB could probably... You're right, Ed, like he's never going to, in the position he's in, he's never going to be like starting every week. But I think he can be a useful player for us still. And I think if he goes to another league and team, I think definitely. he'll probably be, he can definitely got potential to be a starter and to make a good contribution. If, if he so can, I can see why do what he did uh, yeah. half of the I mean, season, coming from the bench and being decisive. It's, it's, and I mean, he's, yeah, exactly. He, I think that when he came off the bench, like he seemed to be a bit more sort of, influential than a lot of the youth players have in the past like the last few seasons and um yeah yeah yeah, absolutely he's tailed off but i mean he's a young player right i mean he's not going to be on it every week now it could also be that you know it could also just be that um since he had a couple of good performances he got a little bit too comfortable and and uh, it could just be Again, an attitude. Yeah, that's only happens in Paris. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot going on when you come in. You're a homegrown player. You 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 were probably one of the the stars in the youth academy, but you play a certain style that fits all that you know. That that's who you are. You play the way you are, and now you're coming in as uh, from the bench in the A team. In, in Paris Saint-Germain and the coach he said okay that's how you're going to play now that's what I expect you from uh, to, to, to do and you do it and it works and then you play more and more and uh, the physicality of League One you know it's one of the top five leagues it's insane and now you're in complete unknown territory how yeah, your body's going to react how your mind is going to react who, who, who are you becoming now it's a, it's a big step, and that probably explains why the second half of his season was a bit The Dutch players don't seem to uh, have that issue. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. It's a French problem. <laughs> I would say with Dagba, I don't believe he featured sure. in the Champions League. And so when you look ahead to next season, if Mounier is gone, and I don't think Alves is the right back of the future. So do we go in with Dagba as like, someone we rely on in the Champions League at that position, I think you have to strengthen that That's this it. summer, don't you? Sure, but you need a bench. Yeah. You do need a bench. Remember our, yeah. last, our last few benches uh, during the big injury list. Oh, my God. Yeah. As good as he is, I just I don't want to rely on him, you know, having to no, go no, to – Of course not. Of course not. Yeah. All right. Next category. Unsung hero of the year. I'm going to share that again and hope it's going to go well. And it is. The candidates are Alphonse Ariola, Thiago Silva, Juan Bernat, and Angel Di Mario. These were chosen by Ed, and it's a good, it's a good pick. And the winner is. Juan Bernat. Again, second award for Juan Bernat. Congratulations, Juan Bernat. Okay, sure. Your opinion, guys. Yeah, all right. Yeah, sure. I I think I would have voted for Di Maria 
for the simple fact, and we'll talk oh. about it because he actually picked up a award. But that that goal versus Napoli, if we don't get that, I don't know if we qualify for the knockout stage, which didn't really matter all that much because we lost in the round. But <laughs> I, I will go Di Maria. He's a guy that's gets a lot of you know stick, and I don't know. I just think he he was decent this year, and without that goal, that just for that moment alone, he would have been my unsung hero more of the year. Than, more than decent. Yeah. More than decent. He had a great season. Yeah. Can we for say not two? I'm not I'm not mad oh, at that. Burnout too, of course. But I think um you know, people get a bit annoyed by Di Maria's attitude and uh the burnout. The way he yelled the way he yelled at uh, Manchester United fans after I think well, it was Mbappe. Uh, it was that's like an oh, award. I, that's an that, award. That should have been a, yeah, exactly. So it's coming up. He had a great oh, yeah, season that was, for all of the reasons. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, it's funny because a lot of English fans, non-Manu fans, really, really like that. They were yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah. I personally <laughs> thought it was hilarious, yeah, at the time. Obviously, in, <laughs> in retrospect, <laughs> it's probably not the wisest thing he's ever done, but, uh, you know. Um, I appreciate seeing Thiago Silva in mm. the list. Uh, a year ago, and guys, by the way, this is great. Hopefully, we can do this every end of the season because then we can compare yeah. then we have a reference like oh last year it was these guys and look what have they become haha ha, or even better um a year ago we didn't want Thiago Silva at the club anymore we were like he's a he's a terrible captain and we he was the 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 black sheep it's all mm-hmm. Thiago Silva's fault well no obviously it's not oh. uh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. Terry, we've seen, we've seen games without Thiago Silva and we've seen games with and we can compare. And history repeats itself. The, the, uh. the, uh, Verratti, uh, is, is, Oh, uh, yeah, part, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, you know, is he a great a- captain? No, he's not a great captain. He's a, a he seems to be an okay captain. He, he was captain of the Brazilian team too. I mean, they, they have they have players like Marcelo. Alves could have been the captain of the, the you know Neymar. Thiago Silva was. There must be things we don't know about Thiago Silva in the locker room, but it doesn't seem to be the right captain for this particular Paris Saint Germain team. That's sure. Now let's talk about his performance on the pitch and leader of the, of the defense. Whoa! Again, you see. Marquinhos Kimpembe, how many goals, how many goals, how many games, good games they had together? Very few, very few. You see Kerr, uh, Kimpembe, oh boy. Marquinhos Kerr, uh, Thiago Silva's back. Most of the time, everything's fine in defense. So to me, he's the unsung hero of the year. Um, Di Maria, sure, sure. But he was sung. He was sung, not unsung, <laughs> for this game and for this... The real unsung hero of the year for me is is um, is Thiago Silva. Bernat was sung too. We you know was praised yeah. all season, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you worry that Silva has seen too much losing in his career? Yeah, of course. He's he's been on the end of some devastating losses. Come on, and- come on. He was not on that seven-one uh, de- defeat again. That's that. Yeah. yeah. He, he was not. Well, he, so wasn't- he, he watched it. He witnessed it. Yeah. But he didn't play it. Yeah, he witnessed it and went ahead and said in press conference after the game, "Well, I'm not responsible. I wasn't there." Yeah. Mm. 
again, he may not be the best captain for this team. Um, the best captain for this team will be when Thiago Silva leaves, and that will be Marquinhos if he decides to stay, which is another issue. Yeah. A little refresher before we move on to the next category. If I can scroll down. There's a lot. Best goal celebration. Yeah. So this one, this one is special. I really enjoy making it. And I'm sorry, if you don't like my bumpers, you are, you are in for a treat. <laughs> because there's a lot of them. I'm excited uh, for this one. This one's nice. And best goal celebration coming up. M Mbappé versus OM. Neymar on Mbappé's goal versus Manchester United. Di Maria versus Manchester United. And Neymar uh, versus Nîmes. And the winner is... Neymar. Mbappé's goal versus Manchester United. Yeah. Sure. That was okay. a good one. It was a good one, but um, my favorite is Neymar against Nîmes. I think that was that was freaking brilliant. What does that sign say? I don't speak French, but I'm assuming um, it's calling him a crybaby or something. A crybaby. Neymar is a crybaby, and he scores this like really, really, really good goal, like really good, like really good Neymar goal. And what and, makes you know, what makes that celebration great is that like the fans are behind this like. Like this, this yeah. you know, gate. He just like goes over and taunts them. It's my favorite. I wish that one would have won. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and uh, also that means he can read French. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was like early it. on the season too. Can you? Can you like, have? Uh, a... That was like day, um, yeah, day three, something like that. It was, was like early? real early in the season. Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah, we started the season pretty well, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Hopefully he can have a normal season. Yeah. Um, guys, the, 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 the next season at Paris Saint-Germain. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh <laughs> this category God. had a, a bunch of really there. good options. What? <laughs> this category had some really good ones, like Mbappe versus Marseille, where he's just kind of like shrugging his shoulders, like, yeah. what do you want me to do? And then Neymar at I'm home. People good. say, he, you know, he's just so far removed from the team, but here he is celebrating, doing, you know, Mbappe's hands under his armpit celebration. Di Maria, we talked about earlier, just telling all the United fans to F off. I love that. I mean, this this was a good category. I'm proud of myself. Yeah. I I, I, <laughs> I would have been happy with any of the winners, I think. I'm quite a fan of the Mbappe one, just because he's just like, mm, yeah. <laughs> What's the matter with you people? What about it? I really but, like that. I, I, but Di Maria... Di Maria switching languages to curse at... Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, yes. And also, because the Man United fans really hate Di Maria for no obvious reason. Like, as far as I can tell, he was just not that great for one And season. he's right in their face. Yeah. Right in yeah. their face. Yeah. And, they, and they, no. they really hate him. It's like, oh, it's snake, snake, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, it's not his fault if you bought him and paid him a load of money and then, you know it turned out to be not a great decision. I mean, they look buy at him now. players. Exactly. And look at like all the players they buy who turn out to be rubbish. So I don't Wasn't really his house why. like robbed multiple times? Yeah, he had the burglary and there was like those of like personal problems, I think. Anyway, I just think it's funny that they hate him so much and then he was just like, gave them the big one. It was just really, it really amused me. I was uh, yeah, great And English. then drinking, drinking the bottle of beer as well afterwards. That was brilliant oh, yeah. when they were throwing the... Uh, <laughs> 
I'm a bit sad that didn't make it in as a sort of separate item because it's just like they were just chucking stuff at him. They just picked up the beer bottle and you got that great photo. I think that was that was one of my highlights of the season before it all started going horribly wrong. It was. It was. We had we had few and you know Yeah. That was no, uh, you guys, uh, that was satisfying. You guys forgot one, I think. You guys forgot the uh, Draxler second goal against Marseille. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that was a good one. Oh yeah. That one uh, was good yeah. too. That one was good. Yeah, that wasn't bad. It's was, not a reflection of Draxler's season, of course, but no, it was good. It was good, and uh, I have a little problem with the Mbappe one. It came uh, days after uh, PSG menu, if I'm not wrong, and he, he did that kind of like, what do you guys want to say? You know, I don't know. I, I didn't take it too well when he did it at first. My first reaction wasn't exactly like. You know, oh yes, it was just like really. Why, why are you doing this? Good point. Like, yeah, three days after. Ima imagine being Mbappe. You're freaking yeah, twenty. No. You're twenty years old. Um, you know, football players are like models. They start. They're like super young. They're already out of the normal day-to-day -day routine of of normal humans like like you and I. And uh, it's all about football, football, football. What is life? And then, and then suddenly you're super freaking good. And the whole world is like, oh my God, you're super freaking good. Yeah. And here is a microphone. And now you're going to tell us how you feel and who you are. And in general, it's not too bad with a mic. If he focuses on the sport. And now with... The, imagine the crowd around him and his agents and his family and the fans and all that stuff. He grabs the mic and you remember a few days ago, he, yeah. he said something. We're not exactly sure what he meant, but he tried. He's 20 years old. He's world champion. He scored a goal out of the box in the final of the freaking World Cup. He's unbelievable. Let him figure out who he is as a human being and, and, and you know, whatever Mbappé says. He says, he says, don't talk to me about age. So, uh, sure, whatever he says, he's a kid. He's a, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. Imagine the, 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 the head inside Mbappé going, woo! He wasn't born when France won the 1998 World Cup. <laughs> Way to make us all feel old. Yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> so he's doing okay. You know, he's like, um, it's kind of funny because we have, it's Neymar's team, right? But then we have that alien guy. He's an alien. And um, we should just be happy to have him around. And if he goes, we will him the well because he's going to live with a pile of, of $100 million I mean, he's going to make the club rich when he lives. So it's a Do we think he's going to sign an extension? Because he's he under signed, contract now to yeah. 2023. He right? probably will. Yeah, I think because so. Because it's, it's going to make more money and then he's yeah. going to be worth more money when he lives. It'll, just be, it'll be the usual Verratti thing where he gets a new contract every year and he just gets a little bit more money. And uh, We haven't heard of keeping. any Verratti That's new true, contract actually, negotiation. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> yes! The first yeah. Oh wow, he's low key now, Marco. Don't, don't give him ideas. <laughs> don't, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? He's nice because 
he was our only midfielder this season. So it's like, um, yeah, how about that? How about another couple of million euros? Should we move to or... I like that one. Yeah, that was on, a good one. Our next category. Absolutely. Um, this category is called Favorite or Best Known PSG Athlete for slash celebrity to visit team. I, re I renamed it Best Known PSG Celebrity to Visit the Parc des, Parc des Princes. And then I just put an acronym on it. And I'm going to share it to you. <laughs> and there it is. The candidates are Rudy Gobert, Ninja, OBJ, and Louis Fonsi. Never heard of it neither. And the winner is Barbara Pullman. <laughs> Listen, I'm the guy who made those bumpers. I, I can I can do whatever I want. And wow. and you you saw the images. She's clearly the best celebrity to come to Paris. There's no discussion here. I think I'm going to go and make a cup of tea or something because I literally have no idea who any of these people are. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, I mean, is Odell Beckham Jr. Is, is David Beckham? Is, is he related no. or like? Legitimate child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rudy Gobert, uh, Rudy Gobert is, is a French NBA player who was right. elected uh, the only in 2016 the best defender of the league. He's a great I have basketball. no idea who Ninja is. Is that like a Ninja Turtle? Ninja, what is that? I don't know. <laughs> but Ed, you made those. I just looked at like tweets and that was like one of the most popular tweets so i was like ninja okay i know who uh odell beckham jr is and so for those this actually probably shows how many people in america what you know listen to our podcast and listen who, who they are too yeah. yeah so he he is a wide receiver he used to play for mark damon's new york giants and now he plays for the cleveland browns how can i describe the cleveland browns they would be like I don't know. They, they just, they've sucked for years. They, I was going to say that they're, they're heard of them. rubbish, aren't they? I'm not, uh, they, I'm not an American sports. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of follow sorry, those sports. In Cleveland. Never heard of them. So sorry. So, and Louis Fonzi, is that, I have no idea. Is that like a DJ? Ah, uh, yeah, maybe he is. Like We're old. I'm old. But, You're yeah. old too. I thought Fonzi was a Muppet Trill character. <laughs> no, happy yeah. days, right? Yeah. yeah both of them. <laughs> Both. It's Fonzie. Yeah, Fonzie in Happy Days. And yeah, that Muppet guy, yeah, whatever. Um, I, reckon, I reckon Ninja must be a YouTuber with a name like Ninja. Barbara Polvin, clearly. Sorry, uh, Twitter followers. Uh, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Look at the footage again. Oh. Uh, okay. Although I will say this is interesting that Beckham Jr. won because if I had to say pick an athlete in America that is most similar to Neymar, I would say it's probably him. In terms of just being flamboyant, he's got like the blonde hair. He's you know talks to the media. He's just you know popular on social media. He's an influencer. So that's interesting that Beckham Jr. won because I would draw parallels between him and Neymar. Hmm. I think okay. Mark created a bunch of different accounts and voted for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would. I think Mark hates him because he left his Giants. I could. Oh, be, okay, I don't know. Okay. Yes. Yes. 
right. Next Moving category. On. I, think, I, think we've on. All sh- I think we've all showed how well plugged into popular culture we are anyway, so that's good. <laughs> Listen, we're doing our best. Uh, we are, you're British. We have two French guys, one American guy. How do you, we don't share the same pop culture, a little bit of it. And that's telling right now. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of funny. And, um, it's kind of our identity at, at PSG Talk. We're cross, cross cultural, uh, across several continents. And, you know, we speak several languages. We're all guys. Hopefully, if, uh, one of our listeners or Twitter followers or, uh, YouTube watcher, who's a woman, loves football, knows a bit about it, wants to join, please, please, who wants to listen to guys talking about football all the time? No, we need, we need. <laughs> I don't even know that much. So if you just like football and you don't know that much, you can join the show. Like Our standards yeah. are pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us. You know? <laughs> Cheers. Moving on. Uh, match of the season. Match of the season. Hmm, that's going to be some, uh, some debate on that one. And we're going to share that beautiful little bumper I made. If we can. Win uh, at Target France against Liverpool. Two win at MU. Two win at OM. Two zero win at OM. Nine no win at Guingamp. Our Twitter followers think that the game of the season was a 2-1 win over Liverpool. I disagree, but that's just me. That's just me. Um, since I'm hosting, I'll talk first. Uh, the best game I've seen Paris Saint-Germain play in my entire life mm-hmm. was our victory uh, you know at Manchester United that's the game I've been waiting for the how the French call that the maîtrise they they mastered the game from the first to the last minute everything they, they everybody was playing his best with his best mantle they followed the coach plan they had a fucking amazing game of course of course the return game had to go that way. This is Paris Saint-Germain. But that's just my opinion. What do you guys think? Game of the season. Uh, that, uh, that 2-0 against Man U, uh, the first half was... Uh, I don't think we <laughs> remember the same game. Uh, we didn't... Really we didn't, first half, we didn't yeah, like, yeah, okay, okay, okay. You're this right. This is the worst Man U we could possibly... At the time, you know, before the return leg, that was already the worst Man U possible. Good we point, Terry. Not the whole game. The second, the second half. Yeah, the second half was great. I, I agree. But to me, the, the Liverpool game was better because it's mm. that win that we have had been waiting for uh, since the previous season. Uh, and Yeah, but we know we can beat great teams at Parc des Princes. Right. We, we had no win away since... Did we win in Chelsea? We did. Uh, yeah, no. 2016, we won, didn't we? Yeah. 2-1. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, fair point. Depends what your expectations mm-hmm. were. And I was waiting for a great victory um, where you're like, yeah, okay. 
Paris was by far the best team. And they had a great win at a great club. Not a great team, but a great club. And uh, that does not happen often. Yeah. I, I chose the win over Liverpool just at home. The atmosphere was electric. I still have that saved on my DVR. I still watch it when I'm down and need a little, you know, up something that lifts me up. But after this season, just um, drink beer. And if you look in retrospect, Liverpool, considering they're in the Champions League final, like we beat them, we topped the group. Like it kind of gives us something to talk about, something to build on for next year. Like, hey, when we are healthy and clicking, we can beat Liverpool, who were in the running to win the Premier League, who are in the Champions League final, who apparently have the greatest coach ever created ever in football so like we beat clearly. them so <laughs> clearly and uh and there's the guy bernard you know he scored and we had to hold on for the whole second half it was just a great defensive effort i still remember marquinhos and marquinhos. Thiago silva yeah bumping chest that was a highlight of the season just yeah just sure. watching those two so i went with that game but i could also see the the win over manchester united and plus the liverpool game was like we needed to win that game i mean it was match week five that those three points were vital to yeah. see us at the top of the group yeah, there was there was a bit of jeopardy on it, wasn't there? Which yeah. made it really interesting because I, yeah. I kind of think that it's really difficult. I think I would probably go for the Man U game as well, just because I thought like because we were away and it was it would just it seemed like a really controlled performance. It seemed like they knew what they were doing. It seemed like the coach had set a plan and they just executed it, even though in the first half, you know, to start we weren't amazing, but it just seemed like they were just going to soak it up for a few minutes and then you know and that second uh, goal uh, yeah but then oh. Neymar's Neymar's goal yeah the second goal was really good but Neymar's goal against Liverpool was really good as well like a sort of yeah. slightly forgotten goal of the season I think it was just and particularly because it was Neymar as well and people say oh you know hasn't did a PSG and blah blah mm. well he definitely delivered in that game he was really good he worked really hard and he scored a great goal so I also, um, if, I'm, if I'm not wrong uh, Marquinhos' first game in the midfield against Liverpool. And everybody was just kind of there. You know, there was no, nobody was absent. And it was just kind of like, all right, finally, we have a starting 11, everyone's here. And it's looking good against, uh, uh, at the time, the, uh, the uh, first place in the Premier League. So to, to me, that was the better win out of the two and not because of the second leg just because everybody was just kind of there and it was pretty oiled up in the intensity and the level of uh, uh, balance that Tuho seemed to have found with putting Marquinhos in the midfield. I think that was the better win, in my opinion. You kind of changed... Oh, sorry. I was just going to say the ultras who traveled to Manchester that made that win even better. Like they just took over the city. Yeah. Yeah, You you don't hear about plastic clubs on Reddit anymore Mm. when ultras have shamed, shamed every single EPL club they went to. And, um, and in, in the, there's a game we probably forgot. It's a Napoli game at Napoli. When Bernard scored, um, that was a good game. And the PSG Ultras and Napoli Ultras are like buddies. And uh, that was, uh, they didn't shame the Napoli Ultras. They had like a communion with them. Oh, that was, that was beautiful. Uh, yeah, you, you don't hear Plastic Club anymore on, on Reddit, that's for sure. I'll talk about another game that's on here. And sometimes I catch a little flack on Twitter because I say 
the game against Marseille, and you guys might get on me for this, it just isn't that big of a game. Like we, I expect to beat them. They're nowhere near what they used to be. I guess it's a big game just in the grand scheme of things for French football, but you can see with 1% of people voting for it, like beating Marseille is just – it's expected, and it's not it's a big annoying. deal for us. Like even the win over Gengong got 9% of the vote. So for all those who like get on me about saying beating Marseille or the Marseille game is not a big deal, I mean this kind of shows it. I want it to be a bigger deal. I want them to get better, but right yeah. now, not a big deal. It's not a big yeah, deal I, for the players. Now, yeah, for no. the fans of for the fans that for yeah. the fans that have you know followed the club since at sure. least the early nineties, it's still it's enjoyable to fan. humiliate them. Uh, them at, at I'm sorry, yeah, I don't get bored of beating them. I just think yeah. it's funny how bad they are and how it used to be funnier if, when they if had. If we had a bad well. season, Marseille yeah. season, oh yeah. my god, oh my yeah, god, exactly. the it's Champions just... Project, Mr. McCourt's <laughs> Champions Project. Yeah. Hashtag oh. OM Champions Project. Yeah, how's that working out, guys? Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. But no, seriously, it would be better if they were better. Like, for because sure. for, for French football, it, you want a strong Marseille because Marseille are the other biggest team, right? So yeah. much the atmosphere is always say, there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you do, but... Listen, they've been sucking for so many years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's room for, for another club to step up. Monaco has been on and off because they have that crazy business yeah. plan of theirs. Uh, Lille, are they going to be able, because they're going to sell Pepe. Mm. Um, but Ikone, have you seen what Ikone did? Uh, Lille lost uh, uh, at Rennes. Great game. I watched a great game. Ikone, why did we let that guy go? He, he's... Anyway, um, even if they sell Pepe, they should be interesting next season. Yeah, Monaco is going to be interesting next next um, season. Lyon will be interesting as well. I think so we're sort of be, going off yeah, topic yeah, yeah. a little bit here, but we've they're going to let De- Depay and Fakir go yeah, for a lot of money, yeah. and they will. Yeah, get but that, yeah, yeah, and they'll find they'll find a way. They must have some other. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And with Janino back there as well, and stuff is just cool, isn't it? Like. I really like Janine. Anyway, yeah, we're going off yeah. topic, sorry. Yeah, me too. Oh, no, no, that's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. if, if Marseille can do it, someone else will. I think um, what I like about our terrible end of season is that <laughs> little clubs are like, hey, we beat Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah, but, you know, they were already champions and they had those injured players. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Those clubs who've been massacred With a, with a chainsaw by Paris Saint-Germain, year after year after year, they've, they've beaten us in, in the last uh, quarter of the season. And you could tell how much it meant to them. And in here, um, I think there's, it's just my opinion, um, we're going to have a very interesting League One season next season. Because once you tasted that, that victory against Paris, you know you can do it. So you may not be able to win again, but you, you're going to up your game because you know you can up your game. And the fans, your fans are going to expect that. Yeah. So now we're not no longer the unbeatable, you know, those players up that white ivory tower. No, we, we, we became more of a real normal team, if I may say so, for a lot of Ligue 1 clubs. Hallelujah, because we need that. We need that. Yes. One of the reasons why we 
are disappointing in the Champions League is that we lack that we're not used enough to great competition at home. Anyway, anything to add? Let's move on. Goal of the season. Mm, that's a nice one. I'm going to share that with you in just a second. Alves against Nantes. Di Maia against Napoli. And Mbappe against Manchester United. And Alves against Ryan. According to our Twitter followers, the goal of the season was Angel Di Maria against Napoli. Comments. Yeah, right. Matt, you're, you're, I can tell your mic is muted. I started, I started talking to express my anger at Danny Alves being on this list twice. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I was muted, which I probably should have stayed muted. But like, I, good goals, but not in important games. I think that the, I don't like Danny Alves. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but, um, <laughs> stupid old guy, another one. You can't, um, you can't be right for everything. You yeah, were right for Buffon. Really, we know I'm you really, don't like Alves. It's just, it's just a sort of, it's just a sort of scattergun approach. If you keep saying stuff, then eventually it's something's going to come true. Um, I think the, I think the Di Maria goal is a worthy winner. I think that that was a really, I mean, our season eventually went sort of went to something anyway by the end. Yeah. Uh, but it could have all gone wrong a lot quicker if that goal hadn't gone in, and you yeah. know, it's sort of sliding doors moment, wasn't it? If the Champions League campaign had ended early. Maybe Tuchel would have got the boot and blah, blah, blah. You never know. So, uh, yeah, it's a great goal and a really important moment as well. Terry, goal of the season? Yeah, no, Di Maria, obviously. I mean, you know, it was like so unexpected. We were like, I mean, all of us were probably, you know, deep down in their couch with a hand on their forehead. Like, oh, my God, what is going on? We're about to get eliminated in group stage. And uh, Di Maria does it last minute. So, you know, we probably all yes. were uh, running around the living room. And <laughs> Guys, so. remember our mood. We're never yeah. going to go through this group. Nope. So we had a terrible season. Oh, that could have been much, much worse. Much worse. So, yeah. yeah. Ed, uh, your thought? I'm going to be a little bit different. I like the Alves goal versus Ren. Um, I know you... Um, it wasn't. I mean, that was a cup final. No, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And it, it reminded me of that goal. Um, who's the defender for France in the World Cup? He scored that goal. I mean, that the Chiron. volley. Yeah, it just kind uh, of reminded me oh, of no, that. Oh, no, you mean Pavard. Pavard. Yes, Pavard. exactly. That, that's the guy, yeah. Um, I mean, that was just such a sweet hit from outside the box in a cup final. You know, it gave uh, PSG the lead. Obviously, we surrendered that lead and didn't win the cup, but – just from a technical point of view, I think that was a harder goal to score. It was from an unexpected source and a cup final. That would have been my choice, but what do I know? Be fair, I'd forgotten that it was in the cup final, which goes to prove how much attention I've been paying towards the end of the season. So, uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you off, Alves. And it depends, too, how we judge, uh, how, we're, how we're supposed to judge the goal. You know, I mean, some true. people judge it differently. That's what it your by expectations are. Emotion, yeah, exactly. By the level of emotion that it gave me on the instant. Uh, 
I watch the cup final, you know, just kind of blonde, just you know, <laughs> sitting there like, all right, are we going to do this or not? Uh, but the Champions League group stage, I was definitely going. And That goal, guys, that goal against Manchester. So yeah, emotion-wise, Di Maria wins, and that's probably why our Twitter followers voted for, for that. And it's also a gorgeous goal. Mm-hmm. And normally we we fumble in the last minutes, so that's that's huge. And yes, would have been a completely different season if Angel Di Maria didn't have that inspiration. But the second goal against Manchester, as a on on a football level, oh my god, what a beauty! Oh my god, it, it came. It started in a in in a box, two two. And Di Maria's pass. Mm-hmm. It's like, Didn't they- hold on, I'm going to freeze time. Okay, so Mbappe is going that way. So he's going to accelerate to 38 kilometers an hour. That means he's going to pass those guys about there. So if I put the ball exactly there, he's going to score. The pass he made, and Mbappe knew. Maria is going to put that ball right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like their, their minds like connected in a different dimensions and they had a discussion. Okay, so hey, I know, yeah. Oh, can you put the ball? Oh, yeah, sure, I know I will. Here, we, here it is. Unbelievable freaking goal. Unbelievable goal. The, uh, Di Maria is, a, you know, Di Maria yeah. doing his thing. This was like a, a team goal and an important one. So on a football level, to me, that goal... Emotionally, yeah, Di Maria. Which one was more important, Di Maria's goal or Mbappe's goal? Di Maria's goal. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next category. <laughs> This is a good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Best player you forgot is still a Paris Saint-Germain player. <laughs> we, we're, not, uh, we're not at Manchester City level. I don't know how many players uh they loaned or chelsea they, they've got like oh, chelsea. players online yeah. chelsea's got a roster full <laughs> <laughs> that's how yeah i mean that's a part of doing business yeah i'm gonna share that to you in a second and here it is kevin trap <laughs> Jose, gregor's krishoviak and that's team where isn't it I think I got that right. <laughs> According to our Twitter followers, God bless them. The best player we forgot is still a Paris Saint-Germain player is Kevin Trapp. Notice the picture I just uh, picked for that. Yes, Kevin. So, I don't know about you, but I've, I've asked around uh, Frankfurt fans, wow, what a bunch of fans they have in Frankfurt. Uh, Germans are crazy about football. Crazy. Do you do you remember that Kevin Trapp was a first player at PSG who was involved with Rihanna? I just want to throw it out yes. there. With, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that earlier. When She's I doing the whole team. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like since we sent out Kevin Trapp alone, now look, Rihanna's hanging out with Neymar. I wonder if there's any yeah. bad blood there between Trapp and Neymar. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> we, we would not need that. No. Um, rumors are. He may be our number one keeper next season. Frankfurt fans <laughs> like him, but they say, hey, no, he has not really progressed. 
<laughs> he's uh, a good um shocked. He's yeah, a quite. good keeper, but is he really the keeper you need for your club? They kind of want to hold on to him, you know. But, oh, do you hear that? I think it's my car. You don't hear it? Oh, this is fine. Uh, I let my car sing. Um, <laughs> so we'll see how it goes with Demario. Oh, it, it would be, I mean, you know, he hasn't progressed in the sense that I watched a little bit of Europa League, not much, but he, he's progressed. Same guy. Oh, you think he has? In the sense that... Uh, he hasn't, no, sorry, he hasn't progressed oh, yeah. in the sense that two games out of five, he makes one mistake. And it's usually <laughs> very costly. So, you know, he might save your ass at times. Yeah, but same guy. Also will oh. cause you, yeah, not a good idea. So for this category, I'm surprised that Hesse and Krakowiak weren't higher because I... I write about PSG a lot for the site. You know, I'm always reading stuff. And I legit forgot they are still under contract with PSG. So I would have went Krakowiak here. Because um, yeah. I kind of remembered. Well, Kevin Trapp's up there too. So sometimes I forget we loaned him out. but I was so excited when, when Krakowiak joined the club. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, all were, I think. Yeah. That did <sighs> not go well. Uh, he's going to stay in uh, Locomotive Moscow. Yeah. And go for like 10, 12 million euros. We bought him for a boatload, like 45 uh, many years ago. Yeah. Jose, uh, do we even need to mention and talk about Jose? Same transfer window. <laughs> Nobody <Yeah>. wants him. <laughs> Bet- Betis said, nah, nah. So his contract expires uh, in 2021. I heard Bielsa wants him for lead. Yeah, Maybe I will well. we'll reach the Champions League final and Heze will score the winning goal. Who knows? <laughs> Did you see that story? Yet? Sorry, just this is a bit of a tangent as well, mentioning Bielsa. Did you see that story yesterday that QSI are going to buy Leeds? I mean, maybe that's maybe this is part of a grand plan to ship off all our terrible players. But they can still like loan them out to the championship. Like, They're going to buy Leeton or Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two the two rumors <laughs> came like one after another. Say say Leighton Orient again. That was quite interesting. What do you? and <laughs> Orient. I like it. Um, Leighton. Yeah. The yeah, mighty mate. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the mighty O's. Yeah, uh, it's just a bit. I was a bit like, oh, okay, you're going to do that now. So yeah, maybe yeah, that. They, could be the they, hope. Um, I don't know if it was official. My God, we're going to have a lot of rumors. Uh, yeah. The club said no. There's no going to be. I mean, they didn't. Say, they don't say yes or no, but they didn't. They 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 like yeah. There are so there was going to do that. Rumors at one point uh, that they were interested in buying. Um, AS Roma. Yeah. Not mistaking. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Sarah, Sarah. Next category. Unless you guys want to add something on this one. No. No. Uh, Best dressed. Sure, why not? Um, I'm going to share that with you. And here we go. The best dressed category. Kimpembe. That's the best picture I could find. Danny Alves. Neymar Jr. and Kurosawa, which is also the, the, the best picture of the um, According to our Twitter followers, 
kind of a, you know, it's like, oh, ah, oh, mm, oh yeah, okay. Nemo. You know, no for, one's clapping. Well, <laughs> for, I think this category was robbed. I think all the, the Neymar fans hijacked our poll here. Yeah, for, for a club that's really on the fashion thing, they could make a little effort. I mean, uh, you know, I thought I saw Kipembe like a couple of times when he was with the French group. Uh, but, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it can do better. Look at some Italians, uh, Italian players, like dress really nice. But yeah, Neymar, okay. I mean, like you said, each their own. Uh, we, <laughs> at, at, we, we don't talk enough about Neymar for good reasons because he's been injured twice at the wrong moment. But can we blame him? No, it's been very freaking unfortunate. But let's remind ourselves. Neymar is a Paris Saint-Germain player. And this is big. It's, it, it, in theory, on paper, really, really big. We can wish him a fantastic Copa America. Um, no. Go Peru. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or go Peru. Um, that'd be nice that he has a great one. Nice for his body, nice for his mind. And he comes back refreshed, that he purged all of his frustrations because God knows he had a lot uh, this season with, the, with, with his club. Um, reached the final, wins it, loses, loses the final, whatever, but has a great Copa America, uh, which would be a perfect break for him and comes back as the real leader of the team. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. we, we, it's been... It's been very interesting season. Um, we've been talking more about Mbappe. Everybody's talking about Mbappe. Um, even the the media stopped talking a bit about Neymar going to Real Madrid. Now it's Mbappe going to Real Madrid. Or <laughs> Neymar being a diver, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he was no longer really in the, in the news because he was injured again. Kind of odd, isn't it? What an odd club. What an odd club. And, you know, some facts, some factors of it. It's not really up to the club. We couldn't predict Neymar, Neymar's injury would go bad. I mean, this is really bizarre. Yeah. What a club to support. A lot of... Like, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> I'll say in terms of the fashion, you mentioned like Italian clubs. We, no one on our team dresses like conservative or what you would think is like traditional. Our, our guys are out there with like ripped jeans, you know, spray paint on their sleeve i mean these, these guys go all out i don't know who their stylists are but neymar i think this poll was hijacked but i would go kimpembe on this one i love his look i feel like that's how he would dress if he wasn't like a famous football player like he just has style and I, every time i see him he's he looks amazing so i that's that's yeah. where my vote would have went so I, I agree i mean i feel like i'm not in a position to have a opinion on other people's dress sense really but um, if if i were to express one i would agree with you that i think kimpembe that's just how he'd be whereas neymar i mean do, do we really do we think neymar picks his own clothes i don't i don't no oh, come on i struggle no i'm not oh, sure how much neymar does in his uh, life to me it's a close tie with uh kimpembe and korzawa yeah, <laughs> and i only say this because i took this this uh section of the polls as 
okay, who's more focused on being dressed well than football? So <laughs> me, Corzawa, this season, they were, they, they were pretty close uh, to each other sure. on that level. Um, would, would you say that there's, um, so that now there's a sort of weird link between the NBA and Paris Saint-Germain mm -hmm. because of the fashion. So the NBA, you know, they, they streetwear. We seem to have that at Paris Saint-Germain to a certain level. And it's interesting because, uh, it, like, like you said, Matt, it kind of breaks with the traditional football fashion. There was a fashionista in football that was David, David Beckham. Who started, you know, wearing his, his so wrong, sarong. PSG rather. legend David Beckham. PSG legend. <laughs> Now, um, we, 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 yeah, we introduced that level of, of, I don't know if it's a level, but that, that NBA fashion style in yeah. the world of, of European football. And that's something and that people, people love it. criticize. People love it. I mean, the media criticized PSG like, oh, why are they worried about their Jordan kid? Or why are they worried about how their hair looks? They should be worried about the pitch. But, sure. you know, I, I think that's part of the PSG strategy. They want to tap into that bigger world where they can get celebrities and people to wear the PSG colors, you know, in, in the crest that maybe don't even know that PSG plays in Ligue 1. You know, they just, they want to get the they brand. They don't even there. care. Yeah, they want the brand. Yeah, they don't they even like care. The, they like the brand. Exactly. Good job by the club. I mean, we, we need the money. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, we don't, but for FFP, we do. So that's the <laughs> way you get it. Um, when we sell a lot of jerseys, there's the name of the jersey uh, sponsor right there, and that's what they want. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of hype about the club. The celebrity thing at Parc des Princes, we kind of make fun of it. The Parc des Princes was full 98% of the time. The, the, the game day uh, income has passed 100 million euros. 100 million euros in, in gate receipts and the VIP lodges. Yeah. And, and Parc des Princes has become the place to be seen. Have we heard anything more about the park being renamed something, like a sponsor? Oh, Is that still that, happening? That, that, Is it? <laughs> It's possible. It's a big possibility just because the evolution of football economics has become what they are. And unfortunately, I mean, how much money is going to be? Probably a yeah. few million euros. But with FFP, Prince, those are crucial. You yeah, know, it's true. Millions of euros, But so. as a reminder for non-French uh, uh, followers, Parc des Princes. Uh, for the for the French is 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 not really for the older French people attached to Paris Saint Germain. This used to be the national team uh, stadium before Stade de France, and the rugby team stadium. So when French rugby was great a long time ago, <laughs> they used to play at Parc des Princes, and there's some legendary concerts games. Concerts too, big events, concerts, mm. concerts too, yeah. Fine. Yeah. Les 60 ans de Johnny. <laughs> so there's some, you know, there's some holy, it's a holy ground. Yeah. So rename well, if it. If that's the case, then I would just, all of our listeners out there, go to our Patreon and donate, and we can rename it the PSG Talk Park de Prince. So <laughs> there we go. Problem What a solved. great idea. I can't. What a great idea. The next award is a special award. 
And I know someone here <laughs> is going to be really touched by it. I'm not exactly sure what it means. And I let, I let Matt and Ed explain what that means. Okay. I just made the video bumper about it. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's one of the awards you give. Um, it's, it's out of the normal award show. It's a life achievement award. And this one is called the Jeremy Menez Life Achievement Award. And if you may, <laughs> if you may bear with me, uh, there's a little video about it, introducing it. And, and here it is. <laughs> oh, you don't see the yellow card. I, I, I didn't edit that very well. <laughs> I love this one. It, it's almost over, guys. <laughs> ah, Jérémy. For the Jeremy Menez 2019 Life Achievement Award, the candidates are Edinson Cavani and Jeremy Menez. You'd think, you'd think he'd be a candidate to his own award, right? And of, of course, clearly, the winner to the Jeremy Menez Life Achievement Award is. Je oh no, it's. Edinson Cavani. Uh, Edinson Cavani beats Jeremy Menez to his own award. This is an absolute robbery. I'm outraged. I haven't been this angry since Brexit, I tell you, honestly. Um, <laughs> so now can you explain what the award is all about, please? Of course. So this award I came up with, I wanted to do some sort of lifetime achievement award. And this goes to someone who has dedicated their career to PSG, someone who just embodies what the club means, who, you know, the number of times you kiss the badge definitely counts towards whether or not you win this award. And so we want to give it to someone who has just really dedicated their career to, to PSG. And who else better than Jeremy Menez to name the award after yeah. Um, I know Matt definitely is in agreement with me. So yeah. uh, Matt, I know that you're working choice. on a little something for this award. So do you want to just talk about why we decided to give it to Edison Cavani? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's like Ed said, I think when we were looking at who to give it to, sort of um, those players who really made the connection with the fans and who have really sort of uh, gone above and beyond. And I think the current squad, uh, Cavani was the obvious choice, not just for his goals, obviously being the club record uh, goal scorer is no uh, small feat, uh, but just to, in terms of his attitude, the years that he spent running up and down the right wing uh, to make room for Zlatan, which uh, can't have been fun, uh, really, um, but he always puts his all in, he always gives 100%, and you know, we're at the point uh, where maybe he's going to leave this summer, maybe he isn't, and um it just seemed like a great time to sort of honour his contribution to the club. And if he does go, he'll, you know, be rightly remembered as a PSG legend and um, 
clearly the uh, the Jeremy Menes Lifetime Achievement Award will be the uh, the uh, crowning glory of his trophy cabinet. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't think he's going to go. I think he's. Um, yeah, he's. Uh, He's well, he has he's... to go. We just gave him the lifetime achievement award, so he, he yeah. has to go. Now. He doesn't have to go. He doesn't have to go. He can stay. It's a it's it's a win win situation, but he's loved, and that creates issues at the club. Um, for the at the team for the team, he's the favorite of the fans, mm-hmm. and uh, we, you may have seen the the banners they had. Yes, that shot uh, at the he celebration. The banner and, the, yeah, yeah, and the fans uh, are saying a legend has no price. And Absolutely. Uh, no Neymar, no Mbappé, no Thiago Silva, no Verratti, Cavani. And uh, he said, I want to end my career at Paris Saint-Germain. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you're not good enough. Oh, no, he's good enough. Remember the goals he scored at the World Cup? Yeah. Oh, my God. He can do that. Yeah. He doesn't fit perfectly with Neymar and Mbappé. Okay, there's ways around. Um, yeah, he's been... He's been what we want to be. Not who we are, but what we want the, the team to be. Um, oh, my God. If he goes this summer, ooh. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. Okay, we're almost there, guys. It's time one for the more. big one. One more, the big one for the end. Do we go to a commercial break here? Yeah. Uh, do you need like a, a, a bathroom, a bio break? That's going to be our commercial <laughs> break. None. <laughs> I kind of need one. I had a lot of beer. Okay, last category. Player of the year. It's a big award, isn't it? It's huge. We should make it... No- it's huge. <laughs> we, we should like make... like like. I, I was thinking about designing uh, the Talkies Awards, but hey, I'm not that yeah. good of a designer. We need a, we need a, a trophy. Next, yeah. next award, if we do it again, probably not. Um, we need a trophy, and then we send it to that player. We oh, find no, a way. Which, <laughs> which uh, PSG Talk contributors are hanging out with Rihanna right now instead of being here for this big award? Mark's oh, not one. here. Jonathan. We, haven't, we haven't heard from David for a good few months. So, uh, <laughs> maybe he's got something he to tell love. <laughs> All right, guys, here it is. Player of the year. Candidates are Marquinhos, Juan Bernat, Kylian Mbappé, and Neymar Jr. Good list. The winner of the PSG Talk Talkies 2019 Player of the Year is... Yeah. Sure. Sure, but it had to be him. <sighs> Marquinhos. I mean, yeah. Without Marquinhos, none of this would have happened. Okay, without Mbappe, neither. <laughs> Maria, where's Di Maria in this pool? He didn't make it. Probably not by that much, but he had a great season. Um, I think Thiago Silva had a great season, but Marquinhos, Marquinhos this season gave his body to the team. Mm -hmm. Um, Went, 
like Tuchel talked to him. He's like, okay, I'm going to try. He had a few bad games as a six. And then suddenly... And, um, and he had one particular game where he was absolutely like world-class against Pogba and Manchester United as, as a pure defensive midfielder. Mm-hmm. As we had none. He in- reinvented himself. And then when we switched back in central defense, he had a much, much better season than the previous one. I wasn't a big Marquinhos fan at the end of the last season. He had, a, he, had a, he had an injury, he never reached his previous level, but this season, for me, he's the co-player of the year, but yeah, Mbappe, yeah. I mean, come on, this guy. I mean, Mbappe is phenomenal, I was just kind of looking up some of his statistics, so he had, in league on, he had 33 goals, only one of those, a penalty, I mean, the kid just scores it well, his pace is unbelievable, he's a top three player in the world. I can't believe sometimes that he plays at PSG. I hope he stays forever. I hope we win all of the trophies. He's just a phenomenal player. He's got a good head on his shoulders. Um, although he just tweeted and said he wants more responsibility at PSG talk. So I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he just, yeah, sorry, that's breaking news. Sources inside the club. But, sure. yeah, he's just phenomenal. I think he had to be the winner and landslide. Um, Marquinhos, great player. He did everything that was asked of him. Um so good co-player of the year, but Mbappe by far amazing. Can't say enough. Close to get the golden boot too, but Messi yeah. made, made sure you know it was that. Well, Marquinhos, uh, Marquinhos will deserve once it's time for him to go if he ever goes uh, or retires. Uh, he'll deserve the Jeremy Menez award. <laughs> that I, that I, I like that just for no. this season. He 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 will. It's true. Uh, Mbappe stats wise. Um, and just the fact that he was here all season um, did the job for the most of the time that Neymar and Cavani weren't there. Yeah, that's why I was going to say he sort of he took, took responsibility, over. didn't he? Uh, sort of leading the front line, particularly, obviously, it didn't go well in the second leg against Manu, but particularly the sort of first leg of that game, he was pretty good. And. Um, yeah, I think, what can you say about Mbappe? Just an amazing player and a real privilege to, to have him for however long he stays, hopefully a long time. Yeah. Or oh, we just... sell him for 400 million <laughs> and we get Alan Ndombele. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could buy leads for one Mbappe. <laughs> I feel like it's all killing us to say this. What? To say that he is the player of the season. I feel like it's all killing us to say it. Yeah. Just because of what he said a week ago. Oh, whatever, he says, whatever he says again, you know, um, it could be much worse. He could have like a head like this and be like... I mean, there's, it's not easy being a big star at Paris Saint-Germain, isn't it? It seems. Like it's not easy being a big star in world football, but at Paris Saint-Germain especially, we are a mess of a club, guys. Can we, you we foresee um, an issue like we have with Rabiot right now eventually happening with Mbappe where maybe he wants to leave, but he's under contract and we're not getting the price, so we just kind of send him to the reserves? No, it's impossible. No, he's un- okay. He's, un- he's untouchable. Uh, he will play. He's not Rabiot. He, yeah. he will keep playing. 
is untouchable. Maybe maybe we need to check in with um, uh, Mbappe's parents at this point and see how. <laughs> I don't know much about them. I know his dad's at the games quite often, but um, yeah, maybe we just sort of lock them in a cupboard or something for the next ten years just to be on the safe side. I agree with that. He's not going to stay at Paris Saint Germain. Forget about it. Is uh, one more season maybe? I mean, but we don't have clearly. To What if, I'm afraid of is that... Talk to the CFO of, of Paris Saint-Germain. <laughs> Once he sees someone with a 400 million euro check coming at him, say that's what we want, Mbappé, 400 million euros now. What you I'm know. afraid of is that we end up having a whole summer filled with Mbappé signing an extension. It's not really an extension. It's more like getting a raise. Mm-hmm. It's you know that's what it amounts to. I mean the extension. He's already under contract till 2023, so it, it would. It's more about the raise, and uh, I'm just afraid that we are not able to do certain moves because Mbappe wants this much money, but is not really signing yet, undecided, and then we end up having the rush things after. He extends his contract and gets who knows how much, 20 million a year. And then now we have to rush into buying players with less money than we expected because we put it on Mbappe's salary. That's what really is sure. I'm worried about this summer. Well, a team that would be interested in signing him should be worried about that as well. So you buy Mbappe for 400 million euro, whatever it is. Can that team, I mean, even Real Madrid with their resources, could they build a squad around Mbappe after spending that kind of money without financial fair play knocking them on the door? Yeah. It's an issue for any club that would be interested in signing him. Yeah, it's reaching levels like stratospheric amount of money. Yeah, that's why we all hope, I'm sure, that... And we got two players like that. Yeah. We got two the same summer. Which makes signings like Juan Bernat essential. (laughs) <laughs> where you can find diamonds in the rough for 15 million euro. <laughs> so um, we're done with, with the awards. We're coming to an end. Uh, it's been, uh, yeah, we're coming to an end of this podcast. Let's and quickly... Uh, about the coach. Coach of the year. Candidates <laughs> are... Uh, and the winner Tiago is... Mata. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. no, we don't want to do another hour. <laughs> so, interestingly, um, we... In, let's talk about gossips and in the news. There was a Mourinho persona, gra- you know, g- lobbying and, and gra- gra- gravitating around the PSG planet for a few weeks. And it was all floating and the club never said anything. The club yesterday officially announced Tuchel was extended. As it was extended weeks ago. Factually, it was extended between, weeks ago. Between the two uh, legs of the Manchester United Champions League game. That's when it was actually done. Correct, correct. At the same time, Nasser was in Doha for Ramadan and talking about the future of Paris Saint-Germain. At the same time, Alfani, our, our owner, was in Paris um, he was in Doha for a while, then came to Paris because he wants to see Roland Garros, the French Open. 
apparently Mourinho was in Paris too. And uh, there's been a conversation. Uh, some people at the club, notably our sporting director, wanted Mourinho to replace Tuchel. Uh, Altani said nope. Altani picked Tuchel and wants Tuchel to carry on. Boom, the club announced officially the extension of Thomas Tuchel. So we can assume Tuchel is going to be at the, at the helm for next season. Stability, a little bit. Was our sporting director, which was announced by some professional journalists on this podcast. Uh, oh, he's, he's out. He's staying. Which club loves his sporting director? We all hate our freaking sporting director. Nobody likes the sporting director. He's staying. Stability. They, we are starting to hear Paris Saint-Germain working on the transfer window, which is not even open yet. Oh, wow. Oh, what a new concept. We're not rushing this. New rumor today by RMC, which is a tier one uh, media outlet. The club should have an, an envelope, an amount around 130 million euros for this summer transfer window, plus sales. Oh, oh, okay. In the sales, and, and interrupt me and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, in the gossip, in the rumors, there's quite a few players. Uh, there's Kurzawa, there's Meunier, there's Heze, there's Krishoviak. Not a Serb, possibly Cavani, possibly Draxler. Kimpembe, uh, but no, apparently. Uh, Areola, if we sign. Areola um, and Kunku. Mm -hmm. We could sell for over 100 million euros of players this summer. I would not mind if any of these guys go away, except Cavani, I would mind. Yeah. Draxler, I think, needs to go. I'm sorry. And he's, he's really val valuable. He needs to go. We could have an interesting summer transfer. In the, yeah. in the incoming, Allen has been like for weeks and weeks and weeks. Oh, badly, we need Allen. We need Allen so freaking badly. Remember you his defensive impact. This whole, Allen, this whole Allen thing reminds me of Conte last year. This is exactly the same thing. For six months, Conte is coming, Conte is coming. In the end, what did we get? Nothing. Paredes in, in the winter. Sure. Okay. But except maybe Alan is coming. Conte is a, is a level above and a different type of player. But remember, remember the, the game he had at Parc des Princes. Oh. I mean, he was announced uh, as the best player by far of Napoli. And they, they had a few. Good, the defensive impact of Alan and his box-to-box -box ability. Whoa, he's not cheap and he's not young. He's 28, I think. Uh, so we heard about 60, 70, 80 million, 80 million. No way. We're going to pay a huge amount of money to get Alan. Sure, money well spent. And Dombele, oh my God, if we could get both of them. That's not. And Dombele is, uh, to me, uh, like Fury Classe is incredible. Uh, we, he'd be fantastic, but he's so expensive. I just want to know so which cool. one of the IX kids are we getting. I want at least one. Barcelona can't have them all. It's we have one. Like... We sang one. Which uh, one? 
Someone throw me a bone here. We sang a Ajax young. You, oh you yeah, the uh, yeah, yeah, the reserve team winter. left back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reserve hey. team left back. No, I'm but more Ajax. <laughs> that secret weapon. <laughs> no, the, it, it is. If we're since we're talking about rumors, it is said that uh, Van de Beek agent, mm. I believe, is uh, Mino Raiola. I'm not wrong. Is trying really hard to get that commission. We don't need him. Uh, from we don't PSG. need this type of player. It's big. No, it'd no. be great. He's a good. He's a good guy. We don't need really that guy. No, we need. Uh, we need box to box defensive uh, impact. Uh, and two. We need everything. If we sell a bunch of players, we we need basically a whole new squad. If you, if you sell Draxler and you get Van the Beek, you know that's you know that's fair trade. So they they're gonna. They're going to play by ear. I mean, that's... Uh-oh, I just dropped my uh, empty can of beer. Um, it's okay. Uh, that's... They, 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 I don't know exactly how to translate that French expression. Il navigue à vue. It's like the transfer window for Paris Saint-Germain. You see what the opportunities are and, yeah. you know, and you, you define the type of player you, you, you need and a few, a few profiles and you see how it goes. We may end up with Van de... What's his name? Van de Beek. Van de Beek. Not we James need midfielders. I don't know who James Van Der Beek is, but uh, we need our midfielders. American listeners. Well. Oh, okay, um, <laughs> w- w- we need midfielders. If Meunier goes, we're going to have to replace him. If Kurzawa goes, we're going to have to replace him. Uh, there's a few interesting League One profiles, especially that kid from Nice, that Algerian player, uh, right Atal. back. <gasps> yeah, Whoa. Yeah, he Who's had a great guy? game against us a few weeks ago. Ask ask uh, Bernat. Oh, poor Juan had a bad day that day. <laughs> oh, wow. It's not going to be cheap, but we're not talking about, you know, 40 million euros neither. But what what club have, do we uh, think Rabio is going to sign for? Do we care? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, is there a chance that nobody signs him and we're like, <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll take you back? Like, No, yeah. no absolutely be- none. He's out of a contract and he's not going to be extended. So he is he is going somewhere, but uh, it's I wouldn't Arsenal. be surprised if he went to Real Madrid. You know, all the way at the end of the all the way at the end of the transfer window when Madrid has spent so much money on Mbappe that they're looking for second options. It's, it's, it's a great second option. Good word, uh, Terry. It's a great. It's se- free. Is, you know, I just love. I love that Rabio said that Tottenham is below him and they're in the Champions yeah. League final. That makes me really happy. <laughs> yeah. He's got he's got his mum like frantically scrolling through her phone looking for Daniel Levy's number now. Like uh, <laughs> I think I said, changed my mind. yeah. <laughs> and then he's on Instagram with the League One uh, trophy. Ugh. Yeah, what a dick. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, look 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 at the season he had, both in the French national team and or didn't have rather, and at his club. And kissing the badge, yeah, I'm the you know the leader of the youth academy. I'm going to be the Steven Girard of Paris Saint Germain. And then, okay. And then, when you piss off Nasser or the guy above, oh, that's Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> so no, it's, it's good. He's good. The the Rabio thing is just another strand of what I think has been the most banter filled season of the QSI era for sure. It's just been like wall to wall, just like stuff, just weird stuff happening. Like even when we were doing well, it was just a bit like 
is all a bit sort of just banterous. Yeah, so that's, that's how I look back on this. As a, as a PSG site, I can't imagine what those other people who cover, like, Liverpool, like, what are you going to cover? Like, how good your team is? Okay, whatever. Like, at PSG, we get to cover everything. Yeah. The drama, the, the new kits being leaked that everyone hates. Fashion. You know? Yeah, we we get so many more topics. Like, who wants to just win all the time and be in a championship? Geopolitics, history, human psychology. It's good and it isn't. You know, (laughs) that's the thing. You know, I I've always PSG is my only sports team ever. You know, since I was born. Uh, When I see what my clubs become, sometimes I feel a little bit of nostalgia and just kind of like, okay, head scratcher. Yeah. What's going on here? This is, is this the team that I always loved? Is this the club that I've always loved? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it still is, apparently, because I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Terry, I'll, I'll, and we, we need to close these guys, but yeah. my cherished image of Paris Saint Germain is during the, the Canal Plus years and that glamorous. Uh, image with fantastic players they only won the small cup they couldn't do the big cup they were close one season with Wea leading and Ginola and, and Valdo and um, they humiliated Bayern Munich at Bayern great fucking season and then of course AC Milan will know but the club had that glamour image that it's trying to get again and probably got it we, we were a glamorous oh, yeah. club. Yeah. But there was um, a... Cl- and there, there was Rye as our captain. The classiest guy you want. And a classy president. My favorite, by far, and there's going to be a lot of debates about um, among PSG fans about who was the best president. Michel Denisot. Best Paris Saint-Germain president. Um, by far. And... Everything looked homogeneous. We had a classy president, a classy captain, classy players, no whining, no social media at that time. And a couple of great um, five semifinals of the of, of European Cups in a row. One victory in the small cup. Still not there. And that's probably a little bit of what you, Terry, you're referring to. We are not, despite all the millions. We haven't reached that level. And uh, if we do, oh, we can. We can. Guys, anything to add on this past crazy season? Have we covered most of it? Yeah, I mean, you know, I predicted we'd win the Champions League. I'm glad <laughs> nobody said I'm glad nobody said anything about it. <laughs> so, you know. We could have had. Listen, no, uh, no, we couldn't have it. No. <laughs> I think if I had to sum it up, I would use the title off of a Grateful Dead album, What a Long Strange Strip It's Been. And I would just leave it at that. <laughs> but with the okay. right, listen, we, we're a team of divas. We need uh, non-diva players to join and, and, and to step up when, when shit hits the fan, which we don't know how to do with these players. It doesn't mean that we are doomed, that we'll never win it. No. We need this type of players. If you put this type of players, then it's a positive circle instead of a vicious circle. They step up. They are there when, you know, when things are bad on the pitch. And the other 
artists can then do their thing. It's, it's a very subtle thing. If we have two of them, maybe Terry will say it again uh, early in the season. We're going to win the Champions League. It's the, it's the plan. It's the goal, isn't it? Uh, I think this season definitely demolished every little bit of no. naivety that I had left. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, club. <laughs> I mean, especially since Mbappe uh, award uh, receiving uh, uh, intervention, you know, I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah. I, I, I'm not naive about this club anymore. And I'm going to listen to Tuhal as much as I don't hold him in my heart. And I'm not going to stop being naive about this club from now on. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ed, any closing remarks or announcements you would like to, to have? No, I would just like to thank, you know, Football Nation Radio, who reached out to us a few months ago. They've been supporting the site. Um, you can go to footballnationradio.blog. They're based out of Australia, but they've got a bunch of great football shows, and we're one of them. So thank you to them for supporting. Yeah, and then just as far as all the listeners out there, um, just thank you for your support. I'm looking at some of the stats now, and it's truly mind-blowing how many people listen to this show. Um, sometimes I, I think why. we forget that there's people out there that actually listen to us. Um, it's pretty incredible. So thank you to everyone. If you read an article, if you you know commented on Twitter or listened to the podcast, uh, thank you for a wonderful season. We've got some fun things planned for next year. So definitely stay tuned. Hit the subscribe button. Excellent. You again wasted an hour and a half uh, listening to PSG Talk. It was our first award show. We may do it again. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. We're going to have a brand new season. This was the last, last podcast, blah, blah, podcast of the season. Yeah. Um, we'll have uh, some transfer rumors podcast coming up, I'm, I'm sure, this summer. That's the plan. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Ed. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. And we will Thank talk you, everyone, soon. for listening. Thanks. Bye.